What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode. Um, I know it's been about probably a month actually since the last record. I've been away, I've been on vacation, obviously it's summer, so haven't been around to do a podcast. And today we're doing this. Uh, heard a podcast doing this. Uh, it's the early award predictions for the NBA. Early award predictions, just looking at some of the odds and who I think is going to win this early again. It's way too early, but I thought it was a good idea because I don't want to do my um, NFL playoff preview or mega preview. That's going to come a little bit later. That may come in August, um, right before the season. I thought it was a bit too early to do that. Don't get me wrong. This is really early, too, but I just sort of want to kill an episode by doing this. I thought it was a pretty fun idea, so we're going to hop right into it. Um, I'm just going to break down who I think is going to win and look at some of the odds as of now who I think is going to win. So I'm going to start. I'll start with Rookie of the Year. Um so I actually have winning Rookie of the Year. Um, I have uh, Jaden Ivey as my winner uh, for Rookie of the Year. I think um, he's going to come in and uh, and win it because I'll give you why here. You know, I think when you look at him and Kate, it's a great found. It's a great uh, backcourt right there. And I think you know Ivey, uh, you know tempo, uh, push the pace kind of guy. Going to get a lot of uh, baskets there. Kate can definitely uh, dish it out to him. Director Jalen Dern. Big man from Memphis, um, who's uh, I don't know. I mean, I heard some, uh, you know, he seemed pretty athletic, like a decent post player. Uh, so he's going to come in there probably. Uh, he probably start right away, um, and then. But I think Ivy, you know, as I look at Ivy, I think he's going to get a lot of opportunity, and I think the Pistons are going to be well improved as well. Ivy's going to come into a situation where he'll be start right away. Um, you know, I think Holmgren. Uh, as as well is is probably who I have uh, Holmgren Bancaro would be probably my top three. Jabari Smith I just don't feel like will have the ball on his hands enough uh, to really because it, at the end of the year rookie of the year comes down to who scores the most. I mean that's what's going to matter um, because they couldn't give a crap if your team was good and all that. But you know Holmgren will be able to score. He can also play defense or does everything. Um, but Bancaro will be able to score a lot. Jane Ivey will score a lot as well. I think the Pistons just being improved. Again, I sort of think, you know, Bancaro going to get a lot of opportunity, not uh, Orlando. Um, he, you know, I could see him putting it up uh, easily, like, you know, 16 and 8 maybe. Uh, but I just think Ivy could hover around, like, 15 a game. Uh, you know, I, and I think Detroit, you know, with their improvement as well, I think can really make a push at maybe a play-in run. I really do. I really do like this Detroit team a, a lot. Um, I like what they've done, and um, you know, Holmgren, you know, does a lot. Um, a lot of, I've heard some people say OKC could be on the rise, which I think they gotta get Shea to stay healthy. I think that would be the big. But Holmgren, we'll see what he does. You know, looked decent. It's only had some flaws defensively. They're still like as a, a you know to really hang with big big guys is gonna be tough. Um, he got bullied a little bit, but I mean, well, he, he's still a great defender. Don't get me wrong, just around the rim and. Uh, Really smart offensive player can obviously uh, dish it out and uh, can go inside, can stretch the floor too as well. I mean, he's like seven foot and it doesn't it doesn't weigh two hundred pounds. Really, really lanky guy. Um, but yeah, that would be my top three. Uh, again, Jabari Smith seems like sort of like a three and D guy in his career. I'm not gonna lie, that's sort of what he feels like. I don't, uh, which is good. You know, it'll still be a good player, but I just don't see him having a huge impact, especially when you gotta get Jalen Green and uh, KPJ the ball there out in Houston. So. Um, that's my top three. I got Jaden Ivy as the rookie of the year winner right now. But you know, you look at these odds here. They have you know, Vegas Insider here is uh, they got Holmgren as the favorite plus three fifty. Uh, sorry, uh, Ben Carroll is the favorite plus three fifty. But then Holmgren plus three seventy five. Then it's 
Uh, Jabari Smith plus 550, um, Jay Ivey plus uh, 650, and uh, he's tied with uh, Keegan Murray there plus 650 as well. Another guy too, you know, a little bit far down, but uh, Benedict uh, Matherin uh, for Indiana going to get a lot of opportunity. And I actually have an Indiana player coming up who I actually have winning the award. Um, so uh, yeah, um, but yeah, I have um, I have Ivy with the winner of Rookie of the Year. So we'll hop right into Six Man of the Year. Uh, as our next award. Um, and again, another uh, good award here, I think, as well. And there's sort of an obvious one. And again, I didn't go tell here. He won it last year. I feel like, you know, I don't know if he's going to start or not. And I don't, I don't even know if he's going to be at the team on Miami. He could get moved in a package, maybe for Mitchell, you know, maybe for some sort of Durant three-team deal because that's the only one that can happen. But I don't really know. But for my most improved, it's an obvious one, but I went Jordan Poole. Uh, sorry, for, sorry, for six man of the year, I went Jordan Poole uh, coming off the bench for Golden State. Um, again, I just think he's he can elevate his game up to maybe 20 a game. Or not even, sorry, not 20 a game, but maybe, um, you know, I mean, somewhere between that. Well, I mean, yeah, probably between that 15 and 20 point range would probably at that point get you six man of the year. Again, sort of like rookie of the year, you got to score a lot for them to really, like if you're like a, a great defensive big coming off the bench, you may not, you're probably not getting that award over a guy like Poole, a hero uh, with last year. You got to really be able to score, got to have a pretty good team. Um, that's sort of what the six man uh, of the year kind of falls under. Um, and so I think Jordan Poole can elevate his game a little bit more, maybe become a, bit, a little bit better defender, make improvements there. Again, he's just, he's a bit small, but he can still make improvements. Uh, and, you know, hero, I, I don't know if he's going to start, to be honest. I mean, I don't know if he's going to have much. He may start. Um, and and we'll be on the heat too. I have no idea. But Brogdon was a good win well for uh, Boston to be honest. With you. I thought he was not going to come off the bench, but I guess they're going to play uh, smart and uh, and uh, I guess Derek White uh, in the starting lineup, and then you would have Brown, Tatum, and uh, Rob Williams, I guess. Or I guess you do what they did last year, which was uh, smart. Um, sorry, smart Brown at the two, team three, Horford. And uh, Williams, but I don't know if they're going to run the, that line but again. We'll see. Um, because then it really limit the, the backup big uh, uh, question comes really. Uh, oh, again, you can you can rotate Horford and then the center Williams out. But uh, yeah, you know, Brogdon a good one as well. I thought that was a great move by Boston. I talked about it on a on my free agency podcast. Um, thought it was a great move by them. Uh, Jordan Clarkson for Utah is up here. Again, he's he's won it before. Always just a great score off the bench. Will he be there? I don't know if Utah blows it up. Cam Johnson, I looked at. Um, again, I don't know if he's going to be the Phoenix, but he's there. Um, and then you know, there's guys like a sneaky guy like Luke Kennard for the Clippers is a great bet as well. Just he's going to be a guy that with Kawhi coming back, Paul George coming back, just stands in court, just launch threes, like just launch threes, man. Like he's a great shoots on a great clip. I mean, if he can put up you know 13 a game, I mean he's going to be the running. Clippers will be a probably good team. Um, so. Yeah, that's who I have. Jordan Poole, it's the obvious one. But I think, you know, that make, it makes a lot of sense here. Uh, um, so, yeah, um, is Hero plus 450, uh, Jordan Poole plus 450, and that's Brogdon, Clarkson, and Infernie Simons running at the top five, which, I mean, Simons could start this year as well. Um, but, yeah, that's my that's my sixth man of the year. So we'll move on to most improved. Most improved. So we'll go most improved. Uh, let's put MVP last because it's the best. We'll go most improved defensive player of the year, coach of the year, MVP. So most improved. This is where the Indiana key comes in here. And you already know who it is. Yeah, I'm picking Tyrese Halliburton to win it. 
Agreed. So, again, obvious, it's Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards is... But I just sort of made an obvious one during pool, so I wanted to make it a little bit fun. Again, this is this could all you know. I'm, I'm going to come and revisit this probably back in you know November or whatever, and do another thing. But for now, I sort of want to be different. And I thought you know, at Halliburton, here's a, here's a guy who is on an Indiana team. Again, Mathurin's there, but he'll he'll be in the backcourt with him. But here's a guy who's traded, looked great for Indiana on a garbage team. Um, you know, on a but a 15 a game. Got traded midway, obviously by Sacramento. You know, but for Indiana in 26 games, he averaged 17 and a half points per game. Dished out 9.6 assists. So you saw a good sample. I mean, it was a small sample size, only 26 games. But, you know, in a team where they haven't made that much improve, I mean, they have uh, a little bit, but they're still not going to be very good. They could be the worst team in the East, maybe not, but they'll be hovering around there. And I think he can really elevate his game to an all-star, borderline all-star level. We're talking over 20 points a game here. I really I like it. Herb Albert, I love the money. Sacramento, Sacramento made, made a mistake by trading him for Sabonis. We'll see that they sort of got to start winning Sacramento because otherwise it's going to come back and hurt him because Albert is the real deal. The real deal. He's only 22 years old. Um, and I just think, again, a ton of opportunity in Indiana. They're going to be bad. He's going to get a lot of uh, – and he's just a smart player too, I feel like. Um. So I think Halliburton is my most improved. But you know, again, you look at you know Anthony Edwards and this guy. People are talking about him. You know, obviously in the MVP conversation, they think he can help his game that much, and he's a great player. I don't go there yet. He's definitely an all-star. I think Halliburton could sneak in. Depends on the pace record and all that sort of stuff. But I'm just I'm going a little bit different. I think Halliburton just is going to just sneak out over Anthony Edwards to win that award. Um, so yeah, um, that's that's who I got there. Um, again, Jordan Poole's on here. Um, Jalen Brunson's on here, um, who could really improve his game. That's an interesting one um, because you know he's going into a gets way more opportunity without Luca. I mean, he's going to rule the backcourt there in New York in the bright lights. We'll see how he fares. Got a huge contract, um, you know, because Halliburton's going to be a guy too as well. You know, you look at Anthony Edwards, Minnesota, we all expect them to be pretty good. Jalen Brunson, whether the Knicks are good or not, they could be decent. Still a huge market, you know. Um, I see Lamelo Ball on here. Uh, Jordan Poole's on here. Decent players on decent teams. In the end, a small market and not a very good team. So it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be harder for him just from a, uh, a cash real fan of a viewing standpoint of who, uh, what uh, the fans are watching. But um, I think that. Halliburton uh, can take the award if he elevates his game enough and uh, shows his you know impact, even though it's not just, oh, you're not playing on a bad team. Also, score. I think he can impact it in a way where, like, wow, it really goes by. And we're like, this guy's really doing a lot on this team here. So Halliburton's my most improved player. Um, we then get to Defensive Player of the Year. Um, so Defensive Player of the Year, uh, it wasn't really hard for me, actually. Uh, I sort of made this easy. I would bam right away, just easy. Uh, again, May, maybe, may, may, may not be on the heat. I'm very doubtful. I don't think Durant's going there, but there's a chance. But no matter what, I think Bam, with that heat culture, just scream. I mean, he would have won it last year if had he played enough games um, over Mark Smart, who I think that was the peak for Mark Smart. I don't think we see another back-to-back here. Um, but, yeah, I think it's Bam. He just uh, completely, completely dominates everything. I mean, what, what he can do is switch out to little guards and defend the way that he can protect the rim like he does. I mean, this guy this guy was the front runner before he got hurt. And, and you know, it's interesting because, you know, Bam had about, I'll pull up the, the numbers here, but I, he played, uh, I think he played just under 60 games, if I'm not mistaken. Um, 
played 56 games. Um, you know, he's a three-time All-Defensive player. Um, you know, he's a you know he's a borderline all-star guy. He didn't make it last year, but he's made one. Um, he's just a beast. I mean, defensively too, a monster. Um, put a put a basically a block game, and he and he does more than that too. His switchability is defending the post too. He sometimes go beyond the numbers to what he actually does to the impact of the game and, and sort of how he fits with the Heat as well. Just their entire defensive culture and how they like to scrap it out. I think that's big. But you know, Bam, I thought it was easy. But you know, Gobert plus four fifty Minnesota, I could see happening. Um, you know, Giannis is obviously there. I feel like Giannis gets hurt too uh, because he's he's going to be top three in MVP most likely. So. You know, it's it's tough to really. I mean, he did it right in twenty twenty, did he not? I feel like uh, didn't you win defensive player of the year and MVP? I just feel like it's kind of hard to to win both uh, awards. Um, but he's done it before. Um, yeah, he's won. It, yeah, nineteen twenty, he uh, defensive player of the year. Um, so yeah, I mean. It, you know, Mikael Bridges, uh, again, Robert Williams, actually. I think Robert Williams has a better chance to win than Smart, actually. If he can stay healthy, that's the big thing, though. If he can stay healthy, I think he's ahead of – he's either saw in the, some of those playoff games how he can just dominate. Uh, and he's plus 850. They have Smart, actually, not even top five. They have Smart uh, at six here. They have Rob Dray- – uh, Draymond is another good one as well. We'll see. Again, he was also – he could have been defensive player of the year last year as well. He got hurt, too, so – you know, I felt, you know, I thought he was it last year. He got hurt, and then I was sort of tripped to Bam. Then Celtics started winning, and they gave it to Smart. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's uh, Gobert is still the favorite, at plus 450. I don't know about that. But, uh, yeah, Gobert could definitely win it. But I think Bam's gonna just going to dominate next year. So, me Bam for Depoy. Uh, Depoy. Um, Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year is a tough one, a really tough one. But thinking it over and thinking my prediction of what I think is going to happen. I had to go Chris Finch. Yeah, I had to go Chris Finch. I had to go with Chris Finch. Um, Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, I got a lot of small market teams making it in my words here. Um, um, I guess not. But, oh, well, I got Indiana. Um, I don't know. Do you consider Miami, Detroit small markets? I mean, Golden State's definitely not one, but uh, whatever. Uh, Minnesota, um, I think, is going to have a huge impact and have a great regular season. Like, a, they're going to finish top four in the best. I really do think so. I really do think because your locks are probably, I mean, I would say, I think the Clippers are a lock from what they have come back. I think the Clippers, Golden State, and Phoenix just sort of stays the same. Uh, assuming nothing big happens, I, I think you have to lock those three in. And I think Minnesota falls right after that because I don't know. I don't love Memphis. They didn't have a great offseason. I think they could slide, and the fact that uh, Jaron Jackson was in about going to miss uh, not nearly half the season hurts them. Hurts or hurts. Um, I think New Orleans can jump, but I don't think they're there yet. Um, and I think Dallas sort of takes a hit as well in free agency and what they did losing Jalen Brunson. I just think uh, I, I didn't see a you know the thing is like they don't get they don't go after a big. I know there wasn't a great free agency, but. When's the last time Dallas made like a huge move in the offseason to get some? You know what I mean? Like they got to really put the chips in. So I don't know. I just think that Minnesota is going to make a huge game. Again, playoff wise, I mean, they're not great in the playoffs. Like they haven't won a playoff game or a playoff series in what, like uh, 20 years or something like that. So 
I mean, we'll see, but this is a regular season war. I mean, this is, this, you know, so it's all a regular season. It's all, so I think in the regular season, I think a top four finish is fair. And I think that going from what, what they were seven to four, the whole, you know, oh, it's Minnesota. We'll have play a part in it too. Like, oh, he really took this team to the top four finish. I think Chris Finch wins the award and really improves the team. They got a great chance, great players. Um, I think they got great depth. I love the pickup of Kyle Anderson for them, you know, losing a guy like Jared Villanueva, but sort of plugging him in. Um, so that's that was big for me. Um, uh, and then, you know, Udoka for the Celtics is the favorite, plus 750. Um, I don't know how he. I mean, he would have to be like the one seed and win 60 over game, which I don't know. I mean, Monty Williams did that last year, right? I mean, Snyder won it when he was sort of going to win, then sort of came back and won even more. So, yeah, I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Um, Udoka, plus 750, I could see happen. Taylor Jenkins uh, could happen. Monty Williams, again, obviously, Steve Kerr, Jason Kidd, Ty Lue's an uh, I've heard Ty Lue because the Clippers come out of – before I forgot about the Clippers, he comes out of nowhere, gets them like to the two seed, one seed, whatever. Uh, suppose draw all the names, all the names you know, Muff, um, are all on here. Um, so yeah, but I just thought Finch gonna take the Timberwolves to the next level. That's really what I think is gonna happen. Um, and we get to MVP, the biggest award of them all. <sighs> Trumbull, legit. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give me a top three for this one, I'll give me a top three. Um, let me see. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you who I have at three here. I think... I really do think at three is going to be Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard's going to be a three for me. For the lower club. He comes back and beats the absolute monster that he is. And he takes the third spot. Because I think... Uh, let me, I'll go top five. I'll go top five. I got, I got Luka five, Jokic four. Luka 5, um, because I think he's going to put up a lot of points. But like I said, I don't know how strong Dallas will be. And as well, he could be good, but he's uh, how what's the climb that he takes here? You know what I mean? Like, does he really jump up to like – because he had a great season last year. And I don't know if – was he even top three? I forget. Um, so I really don't know. Um, I, th- I think he really needs a co-star with him to really – like a, just a great – like I thought Brunson, if they could have kept Brunson for him, just a great – um, playmaker and just sort of would have really elevated his game, but they lost him, so I don't know. But he's still gonna be great, Luca. And the Jokic four gonna be hard to go three times in a row, man. Gonna be really, really hard, especially with Murray coming back. MPJ, it's just gonna be a lot. I mean, it's more more assists for him because the more he's had, but just more or less touches. So it's gonna be hard. And um, um, quiet three. Clippers gonna be well more improved. More dominant. Easy pick for me, I think. Two is Giannis. Again, just both sides of the floor, and he's just going to dominate. I think the Bucks are going to be incredible, too, as well. That's easy. Couldn't have beat one. Couldn't have beat one. He finally wins it because I think he's not gotten the respect that he's deserved. Should have won it last year, if you asked me. Definitely should have won it last year. And I think he absolutely dominates um, and sort of goes on his revenge to win the MVP. Um and, you know, the should be improved, got more better in the offseason. I think a B takes it. Um, you know, Jokic, again, it's just going to be hard to go three times. I could see Giannis. Hell, you know, Tatum's a guy that he's plus uh, a 1,200 here um, to win it. Tatum, I could see definitely jumping up uh, with the improvement of, like, Prague and just getting better. I mean, he was, what was he? Uh, he was first team all NBA. Um, 
last year. So he was like top five, top six um, uh, in the MVP odds probably last season. Um, so Jaw could maybe make the jump, but I just think that, I mean, quite, well, that's plus 2,000 here. I think that's a steal, man, to get that. Um, I think he's going to kill it this season. Um, and Luka is the favorite plus 500 than Yoke. And be Giannis Durant Jokic at five, so he drops down. Still Durant at four here. Let's end the podcast. Thank you again for tuning in to the episode. Uh, there's probably not going to be one next week. Two weeks for another could be though. So again, it's summer, it's vacation. There will be a football one coming up. It'll probably be that actually that two weeks from now. So be be prepared for that. That will maybe be the preview. May not be. I'll let you guys know. Thank you for tuning into this fun episode. Man, this means nothing. I mean, someone could tear the rest of you'll be out. I mean, this is we're in the middle. I mean, this is the middle. Posting in July, so I mean, really means nothing, but we'll do it again. We'll revisit it, but thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Peace out.